Ron and Anian. What's their definition of old oil? My God, Honda wants 7,500 to 10,000 miles on oil changes. And now they're talking about problems with the timing chains and the actuator controls as, as a possible being affected by old oil. The car doctor. Why can't we just change oil at normal intervals? Why can't we just say, hey, we made a machine. It's, it's got to get serviced on a regular basis, and life would get a whole lot simpler. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here at 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's 24-7 phone number. You can call 855-560-9900 anytime, day or night. We're live Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. We go out on the network and uh, we're out on some affiliates then and some affiliates later. And uh, you can call that 855-560-9900 number. Leave a message. Executive producer, no baloney, not a phony. The real deal. Tom Ray will call you back and uh, put you in the next queue for the next live broadcast as uh, we keep on motoring out across the airways trying to fix all these broken cars. More information at cardoctorshow.com, podcasting, streaming, and all the good stuff there. And if you're looking for me during the week, if you're stuck on a car problem, and I've been known to pick up the phone and call you, sometimes it happens, ron at cardoctorshow.com. Shoot me an email, and uh, I'll do my best to help you and uh, just keep spreading the word. So I was going to do a little bit of a talk about um, I've got a Honda that uh, I wanted to talk about a Honda Civic and the cert belt issues, but I can see the phones are so backed up. If I don't, if I don't start taking calls, Tom's going to push me out of the studio, um, and Tony's going to help him. So uh, let's get over and talk to Richard from Dickinson, Texas, ninety-six Ford E one hundred and fifty van, and some uh, problems with cruise control. Richard, what's going on? How are you? Yeah, Ron. Good. Yes, sir. How's it going? Good man. What's cooking? Well, I, I picked up this uh, used Ford van, uh, the ninety-six. It had one hundred forty thousand miles on it. Drove it for three months, and the uh, the crews went out on it, and the uh, I guess it was a throttle position sensor. It wouldn't wouldn't idle. I don't know, but uh, that's okay. what they said it was. Right. I I paid a guy to fix the sensor, but the crew still doesn't work. He he said they don't fix cruise control. So all right. So let me let me let me ask you the question this way: Did he solve the the the, the stalling or the not idling problem? Right. He, yes, he did. He did. So, so the throttle position sensor did something. Is 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 what I'm getting at, right? Or or whatever he said he did that that fixed the first problem. It's just that the cruise still doesn't work. Yes. Uh, my my question is, they both went out at the same time, basically. You know, as far as I could tell. Right. I uh, I wasn't on the cruise at the same at that instant, but. Uh, you know, the the thing is, I'm just curious to what else it could be since that, that position sensor has been changed and uh, well, check the fuse and b- 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 Believe it or not, the throttle position sensor shouldn't have any authority or any input on cruise on that vehicle. All right. It it could be that maybe the cruise wasn't working and then the throttle position or the cruise stopped working and the throttle position sensor, you know, did its thing, died, whatever, and it got fixed, and it just sort of looks the same. But there's no real mechanical or electronic diagnostic approach I could give you that would tell you, hey, a bad TPS is the reason, you know going to affect cruise control. Uh, you may not believe what I'm going to tell you next, though, because, believe it or not, what does have input and authority over cruise control on that vehicle are the brake light bulbs. God's honest truth, brother. Okay. All right. Um, I've seen everything from a brake light that is out to an, a poor quality bulb, meaning it, it doesn't have the correct illumination. It, it alters the resistance value in the circuit and how much current's flowing. And I've also seen LED bulbs affect uh, cruise control on that vehicle. Um, and not just that one. It's probably Ford vans, oh, late 80s up through, you know, the late 90s. It was, it was 10 years of it. The cruise control was just affected by brake lights. So we always want to look at brake lights and just, you know, do the brake lights work? And are they equally bright left to right? Um, you know, and then kind of work our way from there. If, if the brake lights are working and they're proper, then we're going to start to go for the easy stuff. Um, you know, when you, when you step on the brake light switch, uh, does it, does it, um, do they light up? All right, that's number one. But then there's also something called a brake deactivation switch. 
All right, and this is going to require somebody to sit down and 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 do some jumper work with a test light, and um, you know to verify there's a there's a light green, red, and a black yellow wire at the switch, and we want to we want to jump across those and, and and see if the crew starts working because it could be that the switch is bad. All right, um, the easiest way would probably be to unplug the switch and you know jumper across it, but just keep in mind that if you do that and the crew starts working, you're not going to be able to turn the crews off unless you turn off the master switch at the steering wheel, right? This has this has the master steering, you know, on-off buttons at the steering wheel pad? Yes. Right, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of overriding the system, um, you know, but, you know, the switch itself was bad. You also want to take a look at the cruise module. There's a purple-orange wire there. It's going to be on pin 7. Um, you, you, you want to make sure you've got power there, and you want to make sure you've got ground on pin 10, which is the red light blue. Um, you know, and, and by the way, I realize I'm rattling this off kind of quick. If you want, you can go to cardoctorshow.com in about an hour, and this will be the second hour show. You can listen to this again via podcast and, 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 and take notes and play it back to your heart's content and um, listen, okay. listen to what I'm saying. If I'm going too fast for you to write, I'm sorry. Um, you know, the confines of radio. Uh, but that's th those, those are the things I'd be looking at. And then the other things that were common were the switches at the steering wheel itself. And I don't remember the resistance value for those off the top of my head, but, you know, you would have to pull the top of the steering wheel apart to check the switches and just take an ohm meter and go across each switch contact. Are they working? What's the resistance value? There are procedures in either all that or a Mitchell or any of the shop manuals to, uh, you know, just, just, just check those. But those were the common things. Throttle position sensor really has nothing. Now, you know, is it possible when he was under the hood changing the throttle position sensor, he brushed up against the vacuum hose? Did the hose fall off the servo? Did something become disconnected and unplugged? Sure. I mean, you know, that would be, that would be the first place I'd go trying to see as much of that cruise control system as I could before I got too technical. Uh, you know, always go, always go for simple, right? Right. Well, the, the cruise went out, the, you know, at the same time as the uh, as the throttle position sensor. The, another thing is that you're right. I did have a ball problem on one of the uh, turn signal brake lights. Okay. And I did put a different bulb in there. Okay. So it 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 may be the bulb. It's and Indeed. and and Tom was looking at me when I told him. I said this is going to be a bad brake light bulb, and he he couldn't understand why. And I said because an engineer's involved in this somewhere, and you know <laughs> it's 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 just the darndest thing. I'll never forget the first. And I remember the first one I fixed. It was Bob Reynolds' '89 E154 van. It was probably the better part of 28 years ago. Uh, you know, he showed up one day. He says my cruise control doesn't work. And I said, by the way, you got a brake light out. I put a bulb in it. And I, you know, I said, "Listen, you got to come back. I'll, I'll have to fix the cruise tomorrow. I just don't have time. It's quarter to five. We're going home." And, um, you know, I did a brake light bulb so he wouldn't get a ticket that night. And he called me the next morning. He says, "You're not going to believe this, but the cruise is working." And when I sat down and looked at a wiring diagram, the bulbs actually have authority over the resistance value of the circuit, and it, it, it will affect it will affect cruise control operation. So it's that critical. So. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate so, the info, and I will go on the podcast and listen to the right. full scope of what you said. All right, cool, Richard. And, uh, the, the main question was that they're they're not associated with one another. No, it's a coincidence. I don't see it. I think it's just more of a coincidence. Um, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe they went under the hood, and while fixing the TPS, they unplugged something. But you know, if the T if the vehicle is operating properly, you know, it's not stalling, yeah. it's accelerating okay, it's idling okay. Then the TPS sounds like it fixed it. It's just you've got a second problem that that just happened to happen at the same time, or unless they unplug something unintentionally when they were under the hood, because vans are kind of tough to work on. Everything's sort of crowded and stuffed in there. All right. Exactly. It, it's a custom van. I, I was very fortunate to find it, and like I said, it is a '96, so uh, it only has a, less than 150 on it. But yeah. It runs perfectly. Everything's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. It's listen. It's uh, I get it. Believe me, I get it. And you know, down there in Texas, you guys need a custom van so you can, uh, you know, it's a, it's another place to hang out while you're while you're out shopping and you're out on that seven hour ride to the corner store. Um, things, home away from home. So Thank all, you yeah, home away from home is right. Richard, you take good care. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Running in the car doctor coming back right after this.
Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor is brought to you in part by Superchips and the new Flashpack F5 performance tuners. Add horsepower in minutes without even turning a wrench. Drive to superchips.com for more information. The Car Care Council reminds you that April is National Car Care Month. There's no better time to perform a thorough check of various maintenance items. Brakes, batteries, tires, cooling system, filters, headlights, the exhaust system. These are just a few things to consider. Visit carcare.org to find out how you can best keep your vehicle safe, dependable, and on the road longer. It's National Car Care Month. Are you car care aware? Learn more at carcare.org. That's carcare.org. Motorrad, a longtime OE supplier, is the leader in automotive thermostats and fuel oil and coolant caps. Motorrad's state-of-the-art quality control and functional testing systems ensure high-quality, long-lasting products. As cooling system experts, Motorrad delivers world-class product development, providing all the parts and accessories needed to do the job right the first time, every time. Motorrad offers the best coverage of thermostats and closure caps in the world for virtually any vehicle and engine on or off the road. Motorrad, leading the way in coverage and service. Wix has the perfect filter for how Kenneth Franklin Stankowitz drives if Ken drives like a devote follower of the rules with a simple 3.4 mile commute. Wix has no problem. Whether you have a normal everyday drive or an extreme drive or anything in between, we have the filter that will protect your vehicle. Now when it comes to your stream art collection you'll have to deal with that yourself wix filters will get you there go to wixfilters.com to find the distributor near you in the early hours after the tsunami it was ham radio that was on the air saving lives when florida was ripped by hurricanes the hams were there in the critical moments after the attack of 9-11 it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages when disasters strike the hams are ready ham radio works when other communications don't to learn how you can become a ham radio operator call the arrl the national association for amateur radio at 1-800-326-3942 If your vehicle isn't stopping like it used to, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for the Spring Brake Deals event. Take advantage of the O'Reilly Auto Parts Do It Right rebate and get a $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail when you buy a set of Brake Best Select pads and a pair of rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So you say you can't sleep and you're looking for something to do. Well, why not listen to Ron and Anian's podcasts? Come on over to cardoctorshow.com or spreaker.com or itunes.com or iheart.com or just about any place you can find podcasts and you'll find Ron and Anian the Car Doctor. Give us a listen. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Let's make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service.
the best in car advice, give Ron a call, 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Let's go over and talk to Roger, Minnesota. Roger, this looks like an interesting story. How are you today, sir? Okay, fine. You're the same, I hope. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, I had three, three things. Uh, one was propane gas in Minnesota, and then question about sludge and how you felt about Amsoil oil. Okay. Where do you want to start? Well, that's your choice. Well, let's how start. about we go with propane first? Yeah, let's go with propane first. And I, I think you're reacting to my conversation about I've been driving cars into the shop on propane for years, and I just always wondered oh. how it worked in, in, in cold weather, but I guess you're proof that it works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing in Minnesota, a lot of pickups and suburbans and such, and almost all of them, when you buy them, come with a freeze plug heater in them. Yeah. In part of the country, so that solves that problem for most most people. But I have started my vehicle at ten fifteen below zero, and if you let it stall in the first couple seconds, you're done. Does the regulator freezes? Yeah. 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 Other than that, uh, when you talk about oil, uh, longevity is unreal. Yeah, you oh, sure. 7,000 7, miles and pull a dipstick, and it looks like when you just put it in there. Right, because there's no contaminant. There's no combustion contaminant. As a result, LP gas runs really clean. And, right. And, and I, I, everything, everything lasts longer. Engines, starters, everything. Yep, everything. Um, why we didn't go to it from a, you know, a, 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 for the masses point of view? I always wondered that, and and the only thing I could think of is uh, I'm thinking it's distribution, or perhaps you know perhaps it's not as easy from a liability perspective as you and I think to uh, overcome well, it because not everybody is going to understand if it you let it stall in the first thirty seconds you're done they don't you know the public doesn't accept that uh, yeah right you know, um, but and going back to the long oil changes I used to run that long but I also on my service truck had two uh, oil filters under the hood. So before I went to work, I could swap them out in about five minutes in the morning. Right. And I got two quarts of fresh oil going in, of course. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I could see it. I, you know, listen. I've been. People look at me like I got three heads when I the, the tow truck shows up. The car's got a bad fuel pump. You know, should we push it in? Uh, no, let me go get my propane bottle, and I go get my propane bottle with a little <laughs> adapter I made, and I just I drive it in. I, Ron's Ron's Ron doesn't like pushing cars; he really doesn't. It's just you know, um, it just doesn't I work agree like with that. So I agree with that. Yeah. So second okay, question. Okay, I'm, I'm sludge. Uh, might be before your time, but when Ford first came out with the OHV, they had a lot of problems with sludge. Of course, we didn't have the oil we have today either. Right. Yeah. But what we used to do is pull the rocker arms. Rocker arms would starve. You pull the rocker shaft off, put a grease fitting in the feed hole, pump grease into it, knock all the sludge out. Of course, where it went, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, if the rockers weren't too bad, clean them up, oil them a little bit, get them started, and that usually would get them having oil again. But the 292 and the 312s are really bad for that. Yeah, that's just a little. That's about ten years before me, but I I, I remember hearing the stories, um, and I have seen a few of the three twelves uh, coming in and older hot rods and things like that. Uh, the three the three twelves were the fifties, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, and you say? Can you say you're old? Yeah. Well. You know what? I, I feel I feel older every day, but I'm feeling better about this conversation. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a few years older. I yeah, think. so but um, battle scarred nonetheless, right? Um, yeah, that's right. So, hey, I'm still upright, so yep, that's good. Yep. So, third question: uh, Amsoil oil, which like is manufactured in Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of people use it, and they got a lot of claims and stuff, and they've been in business for a long time, and I just wondered if you had any information on it. A, a million years ago in another lifetime, I actually used to sell lamb's oil. It was, it's good stuff, and, the, the, you know, it was, it's good oil. I think there's a lot of engineering behind it. I don't know, and, you know, my question is, whenever I see something really great, why isn't it bigger? And that's, you know, like I always I always think, like Elvis was doomed, or maybe not doomed isn't the word, maybe it's a Freudian slip, but Elvis was always, <laughs> Elvis was always going to be a star, you know? 
Um, he was he was a truck driving, singing, you know, rock and roller, and he just he just grew. He just became his own empire. And yeah. I, I think Elvis would have grown with or without the Colonel, so to speak. And I, I, I look at that and I say, why isn't why isn't M's oil bigger than they are? Because if there is, you know, if, if they're great for national distribution, why don't they? Maybe they do, and I don't see it. Maybe they don't have the advertising budget. But if the product was that good, it would grow, and it would be equal to Pennzoil, Mobile One, Castrol, you know, all the big names. Um, do I think it's Do I think it's bad oil? Absolutely not. Would I use it? I, you know, for me, I've got a hard time getting it. It's It's easier to pick something with local distribution that's easier to get a hold of. Um, I, I, I also think, and I want to say that I really believe the oil companies today. I think they're all really close. You know, it's 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 sort of like Major League Baseball right now. All the teams are really close to one another because they've all got so much talent, or the top four in each in each division. And I, I think that's the way motor oil is. But um, you know, if if I had straight access to M's oil, I don't think you've got an issue using it as long as you can continue to get it. Um, yeah. Okay. If 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 that if that's a better way to say it. Yeah, so. you brought up some interesting points. Now, going back to the sludge for a minute. Uh, why are we getting back to having sludge? Is that because of oil engine temperatures or what? I think it's because we're going. I think it's because we're we're running oil too long. But that's just my perspective. Uh, I also think here I'll say it like this. So you know, I live and work within a fifteen minute ride of each other. Uh, in in the winter, the truck barely warms up before it's at the shop. Same thing coming home. I think that I think that commute is tougher on the oil and logically speaking it would be the engine never comes up to temperature than the person that gets in the car and drives for an hour at at 60 miles an hour on on the highway and i you know yet we're supposed to change both oils at the same mileage and time interval we don't seem to account for that and i still think that's why i still think that oil changes are it's a personal thing it's it's how are you using the vehicle and I, I still think that's a lot to be said for the vehicle in general. How are you using the vehicle? I think the short trip driver is tougher in some aspects than the person that's out there for the hour ride. Um, you know, I think that's I think that's part of it. You know, it, it, to me, to me, a lot of the oil change information is based on what the marketing department wants us to believe because we don't want to we don't want to you know we don't want to sell you a car that actually requires something. And yet, I talk to the majority of mechanics in the dealerships that are working on them every day, and they're usually driving an older model of whatever they're working on. How often do you change the oil? And their answer is a lot shorter than what people are doing for the masses. Roger, I enjoyed the call. The clock's going to take me. I'll be back right after this. I'm Ron in the car doctor. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we, we waited, waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We, we took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good. With a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com.
Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It was a goal that I wanted to achieve from the very beginning. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. I wasn't sure if I could do it. It was very hard for me, but the teachers, the counselors, they help you. One of the teachers was Miss Araceli. Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. Every single time I had a question, she'll put down whatever she's doing and she'll come over and she'll sit there with you until you get it. At age 47, with the help of his teacher, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. Getting your high school diploma, it is a life-changing experience. It really is. It catapults you to where you want to go. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Ron Nanny, the Car Doctor, here at 855-560-9900. More information at cardoctorshow.com. Let's get over and talk to Bernice in New York, 07 Hyundai Sonata. Bernice, welcome to the Car Doctor. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. Uh, what's going on? Um, I had a code on my car, P0442. I actually read it myself because I bought one of those code readers. Okay. Um, of course, the first thing you check is the gas cap, yep. and I replaced the gas cap with a Hyundai part. Right. And the gas cap, you know, didn't solve the problem because after driving and having the code cleared, um, it came back on. Okay. Um, I was told that I probably, I was having other work done on the car, and um, which was costing me a lot at that time. And I said, well, let me hold off as long as it's a P0442. Maybe I can hold off just a little longer because I just paid over $600 for front-end work. Um, so I bought it back, and they said, okay, the best thing to do is a smoke test. Okay. And my question to you is what is involved in a smoke test? Does it involve any liquid no. and any um, no. dyes, dyes that go yes. into connectors? Well, here let's let's do this. Do you do you understand what the evaporative emission system is and why it's you know? Do you understand what yes, the I meaning? Do. So you you know what the meaning of the code is, right? Uh, when it says it has a yes. leak, uh, you know it's it's yes. it's. They're, they're doing, go ahead. There's something. Um, there's some opening somewhere. It could be the purge valve. It could be um, the, the other um, the vent, vent, the solenoid right. vent, the neck, right? Um, Right. Yeah. So, so basically, what they're doing is they're going to they're going to go in through the test port. There's a under the hood. There's a green cap, and you take that green cap off, and there's going to be a Schrader valve there. And you're either going to take that Schrader valve out for more flow, or you're just going to adapt right to it. And you're going to hook a machine up that's going to generate smoke. A smoke machine, a correct smoke machine, because there are some ones out there that use baby oil and some other weird con concoctions. But the correct the the, the, the I'll say it like this. The correct smoke machines produce a non-corrosive, um, non-staining smoke that will allow the system to be filled with smoke and also build about a half a pound of pressure. It doesn't build a lot, all right? It'll build about a half a pound of pressure, and using the gauges, if the machine has gauges on it, and with the vent claw uh, closed, 
either manually or electronically, you will be able to see, do we still have flow? Does it continue to flow? Does smoke come out anywhere? And that's the idea. Because okay. we're, we're looking for something. Okay, can I ask? Sure. Can I ask a question? Sure. Would a technician normally go to, now if you know anything about Hyundai Sonatas, they have um, their fuel pumps are in a very precarious place. It's under the back um, carpeting of the back seat of the passenger's yep. area. Yep. And um, would a technician need to do the, have the, will the smoke test come through the fuel pump? Sure. Because uh, I basically was told that um, not saying anything was going on with a solenoid or a valve or anything, because it is a 2007 car, bought it brand new. Um, but they said there was a crack in the housing of the fuel pump. Yes. And they know that the way they found it is by using this liquid, which they poured into the ports, the pluggable ports, okay, they have this. They had this red dye. That's what it shows on the picture. I don't know if they actually did it because I haven't unplugged my, um, my 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 outlet on that um, device yet. Right. I actually found it. Um, I found the fuel pump. Okay. After watching a lot of videos, I found where my fuel pump was because they never told me where my fuel pump was. I was just told that well, they're gonna have to um, drop the engine. I mean, the fuel tank. To get to the pump, and I'm thinking, okay, it's right in the back seat. You know, right, right. <laughs> what is there to, to to take out? And the actual photo they showed me when I opened up my little hatch in the back of my fuel pump, it didn't look like what the picture I was given at the dealership. To answer the original, looked, let me let me back up a minute here, Bernice. Using using smoke using smoke and dye. The dye is built into the smoke. I'm not saying there isn't something they can pour in the line, but I'm not aware of any liquid that. Nor I, I don't. I don't see how that makes sense. If you pour a liquid into the into the evap, into that line, that line also goes to purge. That line also goes back to the rest of the system. I don't see how putting a liquid in there wouldn't hurt something. So to me, that I'd have to yeah, see because- that. I'd have to see that procedure to understand it. Uh, the dye is in the smoke. The dye is built into the smoke. And it will show up as a yellowish stain on in and around the leak area, and that's the whole purpose of it. It's a fluorescent dye that you'll pick up with um, a black light and a pair of glasses. Does does that help? Oh no, he, this was pink. This was pink, yeah, and he it, had it, 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 it poured yeah. into my into the um, you know, okay, the top of the housing of the fuel right. pump. It could be it, it could be pink. Maybe the manufacturer for that maybe the manufacturer for that system has a different color dye. The color doesn't bother me, but yes, it, putting smoke well, into the system Well, putting smoke into that system would generate out through the leak if it was in the tank itself, the tank or the fuel pump area. It sounds like, and what's what's common on a lot of the cars, especially if you're in a part of the country where the, where there's um, you know high salt area, a lot of snow, is that a lot of salt and contaminant will collect on top of the fuel tanks, and over a period of time will cause rust and rot, and it'll rot right through the fuel pump housing or through the tank housing or through the tank ceiling ring and, and cause evap leaks like you're describing. So it's it's not impossible. No, but he's he, but he's describing he's the little arrow points to the plastic. The top of the uh, Hyundai's um, fuel pumps are plastic. Okay. He points that little arrow points to. A area of the plastic, like he looks like they maybe have tried to clean the dirt away, and they kept, they kept it at a kind of an angle. When I clean the dirt away, there's no crack. Then it sounds like it sounds like you're looking at two different pictures. Your picture should match his picture. No, no. Well, yeah, my pictures, which I've taken many pictures of my fuel pump, um, the top of my fuel pump, because you know the, the the ring that goes around it, which is called the ring lock. Sure. Um, that rusted looking okay right and but but his picture looks really oily like really greasy the whole fuel tank the top of the fuel tank is greasy so then isn't your question bernice isn't isn't your question why doesn't your picture look like his picture yeah right 
because what, yeah. what, what you're saying, you know, the smoke test makes sense. The smoke test is correct, and it would come out at the fuel pump, and you would see some signs of stain, but it almost sounds like they're seeing two different pictures, or you're showing, they're showing you a different picture than what's on the car. Maybe that's their standard pat picture. Maybe they saw the, the, the leak as a result of the test, and they've got no other way to show it to you. Um, the ultimate question is this. How long have these guys been working on the car? Um, they've been, they've done several repairs on my car. This is going to be the third one. This would have been the third one if I would have let them do it. Okay. But unfortunately, I took it for a second opinion because seven, well, with tax and labor, they said, and to drop the fuel tank, which you don't drop, I found out from Hyundai, you don't drop a fuel tank to get to the fuel pump. Right, it comes out through the top. Right. So, so the question is, do you trust them? On top. I don't trust them because it was going to be a $900 job with right. labor, right. and I took it for a second opinion, and they told me that it was my um, solenoid valve canister needed to be replaced. Did you $109 do dollars for the canister and $45 for the labor, which totaled 166 Did you get it done? Yeah. Did it fix the car? Yeah, it's fixed. Okay. Then, and this just happened today. Then this the, is then, over today. Then, okay. then, then our suspicions were right. Then the other guys were trying to rip you off, because if your picture doesn't match their picture, you know it's it's got to be a match. Um, from what you're describing to me, the two pictures have to match. So I think you did the right thing, and um, I think you'd be justified in writing a letter to the manager of the dealership, explaining to him what happened, because it sounds like they were just going on the theory of. The last nine cars had this problem, so they almost have this problem. But to answer your question directly, a smoke test does fill the tank, and it would create a leak or show up as a leak if the top of it were cracked or rotted or broken, etc. Um, I hope that does it for you, Bernice. i got to go. I'm up against the clock. 855-560-9900. We're back right after this. Ronanian, the car doctor is brought to you in part by the Car Care Council, reminding you that April is National Car Care Month. Visit carcare.org for a number of fantastic tools, including tips, service schedules, videos, and more. This vehicle maintenance spotlight is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. We had an 88 Lincoln Town Car. That's right, 88 Lincoln Town Car come into the shop last week. Really a not a bad car to work on, but just tough to find parts. It needed a little bit of everything. Four shock absorbers. It was time to overhaul the front suspension. A steering box. Power steering pump. Big bucks. The gentleman was spending big dollars on this car because it was special to him. It had been given to him by his mother-in-law before she passed. And he just wanted to hang on to it and keep it going. When you need parts that are, you know, so many for such an old vehicle, it's hard to find them in one place. Well, actually, that's not true. Found everything I needed at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Went online, sorted out, found what I needed. They had everything. I was able to select from their many brands and make that car work and get it back on the road. And today, Tonino is very happy with his 88 Lincoln Town car. You can be, too. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Motorrad, a longtime OE supplier, is the leader in automotive thermostats and fuel, oil, and coolant caps. Motorrad's state-of-the-art quality control and functional testing systems ensure high-quality, long-lasting products. As cooling system experts, Motorrad delivers world-class product development, providing all the parts and accessories needed to do the job right the first time, every time. Motorrad offers the best coverage of thermostats and closure caps in the world for virtually any vehicle and engine on or off the road. Motorrad, leading the way in coverage and service. Wix has the perfect filter for how Kenneth Franklin Stankowitz drives if Ken drives like a devote follower of the rules with a simple 3.4 mile commute. Wix has no problem. Whether you have a normal everyday drive or an extreme drive or anything in between, we have the filter that will protect your vehicle. Now when it comes to your stream art collection you'll have to deal with that yourself wix filters will get you there go to wixfilters.com to find the distributor near you Psst. hey you yeah come over here to the speaker you want car advice done right you've come to the right place give ron a call 855-560-9900 ron and Annie and the car doctor 
We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency. And 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man! No, 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 no. sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within. Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have. Ta da! To... Twinsies. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information, contact You Gotta Believe at YouGottaBelieve.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. Hey, let's get over and talk to James in Maine. James, you're on with the car doctor. How can I help? Hi there. How are you? Good, sir. What's going on? i got mice issues. Okay. You were My the vehicle. You were the vehicle. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is it? Um, yeah, right. Um... Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the easiest way to get rid of them is, well, there's a couple of things. It's it's mothballs in a plastic bag with, uh, you know, punch some holes in the bag, and that'll beat them up. Um, sure. and, and then the other thing is uh, Honda makes something called rodent tape, which you can uh, place around the wiring harness, and it's got, like, a pepper taste to it, and uh, that will, you know, keep them from biting into the harness and, and making a meal out of it. You can try that, too. That's available. I've seen that out on Amazon or your local Honda dealer. Just go Google search rodent tape, and that comes up. Let me, let me share what happened. Share with you what happened to my vehicle. Sure. The 03 uh, three-quarter ton GMC. I, I've been searching for a three-quarter ton. I happened to find this one, a one owner, an excellent shape with a plow, and what I consider low mileage for a 17-year-old truck. Right. Uh, so when I got the truck, the service four-wheel drive light was on. Brought it to a friend who had a pretty decent computer. And it said the encoder motor was bad. Replaced the encoder motor. Still the same thing. Put the new uh, transfer case control module under the dash. Replace that. Replace the push button. And finally popped the dash under the, popped the fuse box under the hood. Flipped it over. And there was a pile of fire casing there. They had been having a meal out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's the problem. So I... Um. I had that all repaired and that straightened that out. Yeah. Several hundred dollars later. Right. Yep. And then I recently picked up a two-wheel drive pickup I'm going to use for a work truck this summer, try to get a little better gas mileage. And I had no first gear, no overdrive. I bought the truck cheap, knowing that I might have to put a transmission in it. I tried the shift modules in the trans in the pan, figured cheap, easy, first thing to try, and that didn't do anything. So I bought a $800 rebuild, had a friend swap it out, picked it up, and it still had no first or overdrive. So $1,000 later, I was no further ahead. Uh, brought it over to the same guy. He put it on his computer, and it had every possible code that could come up for the transmission. So he said, you know, probably wiring. So first thing I did was pop the fuse box under the hood, 
same thing, mice and cuter. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing the damage that critters will do um, in terms of beating up the vehicle, and it's gotten to the point now where vehicles that sit, or if you're in a remote part of the of the world, you know, the vehicle sits, and you're you're you know mice and you know what? Sometimes a bag of mothballs under the hood on that vehicle that's sitting, or if you're in a um, a forest area, or yeah, I guess even suburbia today. You know what? Yeah, I guess the car companies need to come up with a better form of mice prevention, um, short of putting a cat under the hood of every vehicle. Uh, you know, James, I appreciate the call, and um, listen, I'm glad you got it solved. Like I said, get out to Amazon, look at rodent tape, and uh, maybe you can tape up some of the vital areas for the future going forward so they kind of leave you alone. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. Ron will be back in a moment. Maybe. Check us out at cardoctorshow.com. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time. It's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs. So I'll be his. <laughs> See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me, but I'm the lucky one. Even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So, what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Ron and Andy, the car doctor here. Let's wind things down with uh, Mike from Danella, New Jersey. Mike, welcome back to the car doctor, sir. What's going on today? Hey, Ryan. Nice, nice to talk to you again. You too. Um, I was reading some articles about uh, General Motors wanting to do away with uh, regular fuel and going to high-test high fuel because of the new engine development they're trying to forecast with the turbos and stuff like that. Yep. And I wanted to know what you 
thought about it, and uh, you know they have the Sky Active from Mazda and the new spark plug. This motor from Nissan, it's going to have to have some high compression gas too. So uh, I know we don't have much time, but uh, what, what what's your feeling on that? I think that they're reaching for everything in order to get performance and fuel economy out of vehicles, Mike. And the idea here is because of the turbochargers, because of the higher compression, you know, because of things are going to become performance, more performance-oriented, because that's going to lead to, believe it or not, performance engines can deliver better fuel economy. They deliver more power, and depending upon how they're managed, you can have more positive results. The requirement's going to be a higher-octane fuel. It's as simple as that. And, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, depending upon what the outcome is, that's where we're being driven to, no pun intended. Um, and, yeah, in that mix, they are developing Nissan. It's either Nissan or Mazda or both are developing a spark plug-less engine that, you know, will work without spark plugs. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, uh, you know, ignite like a diesel in a sense. And, you know, just by the amount of compression in there. And we're going to see some really crazy technology in the next four to six years, crazier than what we've seen now. The question is, how well will it hold up in the everyday world? And that's why I'm still not selling my 72 Monte Carlo, um, you know, just because you just wonder where it's going to really lead. I think that's going to be a challenge for yeah. people. I think it's going to be a real challenge. It. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, well, because all the stuff works great for the first 60, 50, 60 70,000 miles. Show me how all this technology holds up at the 150, 200,000 mile mark and, and at what expense. And, and that's my concern. Everything works great on drawing boards and for the first 50,000 miles. How well does it hold up? But then again, you know, how much longer does the internal combustion engine have? 12 years? 15 years? They say by 2030 it's all gone. And what's that going to do to the economy and the world in terms of no more gas stations, no more oil needs? It's going to be a crazy world. Mike, I wish we had more time. Maybe next time. Till the next time. And uh, always good to hear from you. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya.